Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Wooden. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge a character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to, to bishops Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn on the Light Broadcast. Turn on the Light Broadcast with Bishops Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia, where the leaders are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder, and their senior pastor, is Pastor Oshabal Hartman with his wife, Lady E. Hartman. They have services every Sunday morning beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time. You can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to the Bible study live. They also have Bible studies at the location every Wednesday evening at, 8, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Light of the World, Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Before we get into the word, we're going to hear a song. Amen. You still love me, spite of me. You still chose me. Can it be? Every scar, every flaw, you see it all, you see it all. You still love me, love me, in spite of me. In spite of me. Every T, I don't got every I. Got more flaws than a little, and I messed up a thousand times. I don't always commit. Sometimes I give up way too quick, and then I get tired of trying to run away from who I am, who I wanna be. Some days are better than others. I can be up and I'm down, but see, I'm on my safe. Found in your grace and this one thing will never change You still love me in spite of me You still chose me can it be? Every time, every song you see it all You see it all You still love me Love me Oh, in spite of me Stubborn and hard, quick to put up a guard. 
do it all by myself. I won't ask for help. Sometimes my mouth is smart. I can be insecure. Counting other people's blessings. I never stop to notice what I got. Some days are better than others. I can be up and I'm down. But I'm not my safe. Found in your grace is this one thing will never change. You still love me. It's part of me. You still chose me. How can it be?
never gave up on you in spite of me, in spite of all of the things that I've done. He still loves kind of love is that, that will love me even during those times that I wasn't even thinking about. Just think about that. God is love. Because he is love, no matter what we've done, in spite of everything that we've done, in spite of me doing it my way, He still loves me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's that's the reason to shout right there. In spite of me, just just think about the things that you've done during the course of your life. In spite of that, well, what you're thinking right now, even that, he still loves. Hallelujah. 
He never gave up on me. How many people have given up on you? How many people have walked out of your life? How many people have turned their backs on you, have let you down because of what you said or because of what you did or because of what you didn't do? But in spite of me, he still loves. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for never giving up on me. Glory to God. Well, thank you once again for calling in. We're going to go ahead and get into the word. Amen. Coming out of the book of Colossians. Colossians, the third chapter. I'm going to read one verse. Colossians, the third chapter. Going to read verse 14. Never, never gave up on. Hallelujah. And he never will. Colossians 3rd chapter, the 14th verse. And it reads, And above all these things, put on charity which is the bond of perfectness. I'm going to read it again. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. The title of the message this morning is A Well-Dressed Christian. A well-dressed Christian. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down the rest before you. Thank you, Father, for charging your angels to be encamped around the battles, protecting us, keeping us in that care, God, finding off all the fiery darts of the enemy, keeping us from all harm and danger. Thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning to see another glorious day that you have made. For we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for your new mercy that came along with this day, Father. Your all-sufficient grace. Hallelujah. And thank you, Father, for your word, your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that Sets free all those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you, Father, for your son, Jesus, who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins, to stand in the gap, Father, to take the sins of the world to the cross, to be crucified, Father, to be sacrificed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for even allowing Jesus to go to hell for us, to suffer the penalty, Father. But, Father, you sent them there on a mission to take the keys of hell from Satan, stripping him of all of his power. 
And thank you, Father, for raising Jesus up on the third day. Hallelujah, with all power in his hand. Thank you, Father, for receiving Jesus into heaven with his sinless, precious, conquering blood, seating him on your right hand, Father. Thank you for Holy Spirit, our guide, our teacher, our comforter, our friend. And thank you for you, Almighty God, our Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for never giving up on us. Thank you, Father, for always being there, Father. Thank you, Father, for never leaving us nor forsaking us, Father, even when we were thinking about you, God. In spite of us, in spite of all that we've done, Father, you still love us. Thank you for your love, Father. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your forgiveness, Father. Thank you for your salvation. Father, we be careful to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise just for who you are. Now, Father, we receive this word. Help us to apply to our lives, to make it personal, Father. that you will be glorified. I decrease that you may increase. None of me and all of you. I thank you and I praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. A well-dressed Christian. You know how we have those special events some call them revivals. Some call them Easter Sundays. But during those special events, that's when people put on their their, their clothes. Not 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 the ones that that they normally wear. No no you you going you going to 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 to, to show out for God. Hallelujah. Ladies be wearing them hats. Some of the men even throwing the hat. Be dressing sharp as a tack, as they say. Looking well dressed. But that's the outer appearance. That's all for show. This morning we're going to talk about what's underneath all of those clothes. The real person. The one that's being covered up. The one that's being hid. The one that people don't want you to see. That's what we're going to talk about. A well-dressed Christian. When we look at our scripture, 
it says, and above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. The bond of perfectness. Y'all know how I love the word perfect. Perfect has nothing to do with sinlessness. Has nothing to do with not sinning. We're gonna see we're gonna see that this morning. But let's look at Verse, let's go back to verse 5. Actually, we're starting at verse 1. Colossians, the third chapter, starting at verse 1. And it reads, If ye then be risen with Christ. So, the, the, the condition is if. If ye then be risen with Christ. So the question is, have you been risen with Christ? Have you been born again? Ye then be risen with Christ. Seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth, on the right hand of God. Now, now where, is, where is Christ? Christ is in heaven, seating on the right hand of God, our Father. So it says, think on those things which are above. Think on those things that are in heaven. Have the mind of Christ. Think on those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Now, that's the second time that, that, that we Heard the word above. That's where our mindset should be. Above the earth. Above everything that goes on in this earth. It should not affect us because our minds to be set on heaven. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. And here's why. Verse 3 says, For ye are dead. Ye are dead. If, 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 if you've been born again, that means you are a new creature. All things are passed away. 
Behold, all things are become new. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. She is a new creature. Ye are dead. And your life is hid with Christ in God. That's what should be hiding. Your life, your 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 life is your way of thinking, your way of doing things. Because it says in him we live and move and have our being in him. It's not us that's living. Christ who's living in us and through us and for us. See, we, we, we have to separate ourselves from the natural. Uh, a, lot, a lot of us want to hold on to the natural. But the natural has nothing to do with us. I'm going to say that again. The natural has nothing to do with us because we're dead to it. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Three things that we're dead to. Number one is sin. We're dead to sin. And we're going to see that later. We're dead to sin. Sin has no reign over us. Sin has no control over us. Sin has no power over us. And we're dead to the law. We're dead to the law. The law is the, the 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 rules and regulations that man has written. You can't do this. You can't do that. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. Dead to the law. And the rudiments of the world. That's the third thing we're dead to. The rudiments of the world. Let's look at Colossians, the second chapter, verse 20. Colossians, second chapter, verse 20. And it reads, 
Wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why, as though living in the world, are ye subject to ordinances? That, that, that's, that's a question that a lot of people really have to ask themselves. These, these bylaws and these ordinances that, that, that man has written. It says, if ye be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why, as though living in the world, are ye subject to ordinances? Touch not, taste not, handle not, which all are to perish with the using after the commandments and doctrines of men. There it is. After the commandments and doctrines of men. which things have indeed a show of wisdom in will worship and humility and neglecting the body, not in any honor to the satisfying of the flesh, because the flesh is never satisfied. Human religion is powerless. Human religion is powerless. That's why when 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 someone asks, "What's your religion?" We don't have a religion. Re- re- religion is man-made. We have to separate ourselves from man's intellect. We are believers. We are followers of Christ. And even the word Christian has been diluted because that's what a follower of Christ is a Christian. But but we have those who are so-called Christian that makes that word of none effect. They look the part but not living. Let's go to Colossians, the third chapter. Well, we, 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 we left off as 
for ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Third chapter, the third verse. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Verse 4 reads, when Christ, who is our life, see, that's the key. All of this, my life, and me, myself, and I. Our lives are not ours if we're in Christ. It says, when Christ, who is our life, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. That, that, that's what we talked about last week, the rapture, the, the, the catching up, the calling out. As it, it, it said in the scriptures, being taken out, when, when, we, when we've been taken out of this world, when we've been called up to meet him in the air, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. In glory means heaven. We shall appear with him in heaven. Verse 5 says, Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. That's now. Mortify your members. Your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Mortify means to put to death. That's what mortify means, to put to death. Put to death, therefore, your members, which are upon the earth, die to the flesh. Die to the natural. Be ye not conformed to this world. Separate yourselves from among them. Be ye not unequally yoked together with the unbelievers. That's the word. Mortify, therefore, your members, which are upon the earth. Fornication uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry, wanting something that someone else has, worshiping it, things state the wrath 
of God cometh on the children of disobedience. In the which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. Paul says, as we were. We are not sinners saved by grace. We were sinners saved by grace. See, the word are means that you still is. Were means that you're not anymore. We were sinners saved by grace. Not we are. If if, if we are sinners, that means we're still sinning. In the which ye also walked sometimes when ye lived in them. When ye lived in them. When. But now we're dead to it. We don't live in them anymore. Because we're dead. But now. Ye also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Listen to those words. Anger, wrath, Malice. Those are some strong words. People can get so angry that they kill. Wrath. Wrath is somebody killing somebody in a sense of they're being the judge. And malice, malice means that you just have no care in the world, no heart, you're cold. Blasphemy. Some people are just so openly blasphemy. Filthy communication. Some people, every other word is an F word. Mindset is just so wicked. When they hear certain words, automatically their mind is thinking filth. Lie not one to another. Seeing that ye have put off 
the old man with his deeds. That's the old man. And have put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created him. Is renewed in the knowledge. After the image of him that created him, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Ignorance is the state of the average heathen who gets to know only a little about nature. Christianity teaches man the true and full knowledge of God and nature and of the origin and destiny of all things. We have God's nature. We have God's personality. We have God's character. We were created in the image and out of the likeness of God. That's who we are. And that's who God expects us to be. And I heard this, anything less is uncivilized. Anything less than that, you're uncivil. You're not his because you're not looking like him. You're not a well-dressed Christian. We're fixing to get into it. Verse 11 reads, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. That means when you when you see the word barbarian, barbarian in those times were the lowest of the low. That's why I said Greek nor Jew, circumcision or uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free. It doesn't matter. See, in the new creation, there is no distinction made in rights and privileges because of race, sex, color, or position in life. It doesn't matter what your race is. It doesn't matter what your sex is. It doesn't matter what your color is or your position in life. 
Christ is in all things to all believers and is in all believers. Anyone that Christ is in is the elect of God. The highest position that someone can have is to be called a child of God. That's the highest position someone can have. A child of God. That's having authority. That's having privilege. That's having favor. Being a child of God. If we could only grasp that. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, what we just read. Those who Christ are in are the elect of God. Those who are born again, those who are children, sons and daughters of God, are the elect of God. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. So we have to ask the question. If if, if someone has 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 done anything towards you, ask yourself, has Christ forgiven you? And if he has, we owe. We owe. If 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 we if we have been forgiven, we owe forgiveness. Even as Christ forgave you so also do ye. And above all these things, th- th- this is our, our, our scripture, above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Let me read that. Let me read that scripture. In the Amplified Bible, Colossians third chapter, verse fourteen, and it reads: Beyond all these things, put on and wrap yourselves in unselfish love, which is the perfect bond of unity. For everything is bound together in agreement 
when each one seeks the best of others. Wow. When each one seeks the best for others. I'm just going to let that marinate. Are you seeking the best for others? Let's look at it in the message. Actually, we're going to start at verse 12 in the message translation. And it reads, so chosen by God for this new life of love. That's what this is. This, This life that we live is a life of love. So chosen by God for this new life of love, dressed in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Listen listen to this. God specifically picked out a certain wardrobe. (laughs) Wow. Picture that. Dressed in the wardrobe God picked out for you, compassion. This this is the wardrobe, compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength. Quiet strength. Sometimes Jesus was, was, was at his strongest. When it said, he said not a word. They say the weakest cry out. The weakest is the loudest. Said quiet strength, discipline, be even tempered, content with second place. Wow. Be content with second place to forgive an offense. Quick to forgive. Because you get to thinking about it to the point where you don't even want to forgive. Be quick to forgive. Forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you and regardless of what else you put on wear love that's that's it it's your basic and all purpose garment for whatever what comes what may all-purpose garment. Never be without it. Those those of you who, who, who understand this, remember the commercial, never leave home without it. 
talking about the American Express. This is saying, never be without. the wardrobe that God has picked out for you. Always put it on. How you love is how you live. How you love is how you live. Let's let's look at St. Matthew. St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. on at verse 43. St. Matthew 5th chapter, starting at verse 43. How you love is how you live. And it reads, ye have heard that it hath been said, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. These are the ones you love, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. If ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? It's easy to love somebody who loves you. And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Salute means greeting somebody with a kiss. Be ye therefore perfect. There's that word. Even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. What you love is what you live for. What you love is what. You live for let's let's stay in Matthew. Go to chapter nineteen. Saint Matthew nineteen chapter verse sixteen. What you love is what you live for. And it reads And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master. What good thing shall I do? Listen to this. What good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? Hmm. And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, Keep the commandments. It says keep the commandments. The, 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 this is what gets you into eternal life. Keep the commandments. He said unto him, which? Jesus said, 
thou shalt do no murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The young man saith unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth up. What lack I yet? He was telling me, I've done these things since I was a young one. Up to now. What, What else? What else you got, Jesus? Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, that that there's that word. If thou shalt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful. One translation said he was angry. For he had great possessions. Who, who, who does he think he is telling me to sell all my possessions and give to the poor? Jesus said, what you love is what you live for. The root of all evil is the love of money. The love of money. There's nothing wrong with money, but it's the love of money. Who you love is why you live. Listen to this. Who you love is why you live. First John. First John, not Saint John. First John, the third chapter. First John, the third chapter. I know my time is in, but we have to do this. First John, the third chapter, and we're going to start at verse 1, and it reads, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us. So so, so understanding, we're, we're laying the foundation of the love of the Father. What manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God? Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. If, 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 you, if you're a child of God, The world don't know you. People, people, people that that people that that I say knew me. 
even even today when 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 they address me, they call me by Q. Oh, they don't know Norman. They, they they don't know this 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 new creature. They don't know me as the son of God. Because who they know is who I was. But but that person is dead. Since the world knoweth not us because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. That's talking about Jesus. Remember, we were talking about when when, when he appears, and, and, and we will meet him in the air. says we shall when he shall appear we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is and every man that has this hope in him purifieth himself now now understand it, it, it says he and him because we're talking about the body of Christ. So 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 male and female are included in 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 the body. Even as he is pure, even as Jesus is pure. Whosoever committed sin transgresseth also the law. The sin is the transgression of the law. And ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Listen to that. I, I, I want us to really listen to this. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. Now, 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 Understand the word sin has E-T-H on it, sin that. that That means that, that, that someone is continuously sinning, that they're living in sin. That's why you, you can't be a sinner saved by grace. You, 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 you're either a sinner or you're saved by grace. We were sinners, but but now we're not. But it says, "Whosoever abideth in Him sinneth not." They they don't continuously sin. They don't live in sin. Whosoever sinneth has not seen Him, neither known Him. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. 
Who you love is why you live. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Of the devil. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. Mean that they don't do it willfully. For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of God. It's not hard. <laughs> I'm chuckling. It's this inside joke with me and my wife. It ain't hard. It ain't hard. Not if you keep your mind on Christ, who you love. Is why you live. Says in this, the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. For this is the message that ye heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. That's, that, that's what we read. Love one another. Not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother. And wherefore slew he him? Because his own works were evil, and his brother's righteous. A lot of people say, you made me do that. No. You made you do that. What was in you was manifested. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Whosoever hated his brother is a murderer. Listen to that. You got some people say, I can't stand her. He makes me sick. Listen to that. You 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 you're speaking that into yourself. Whoso hated his brother is a murderer, and ye know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. How can ye say that you love God whom you have not seen but you hate your brother whom you see every day. Hereby perceive the love of God because he laid down his life for us. That, that, that's, that's, that's the kind of love that God has for us. 
ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I know it's tight, but it's right. But whoso has this world's good and seeth his brother have need and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? Just choose not. Choose not to. My little children, let us love, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Love is action. Love is action. Let me go ahead and end this. Verse, we're going to skip down to verse 23. It says, and this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. And he that keepeth his commandment dwelleth in him, and he in him. And hereby we know that he abideth in us by the spirit which he hath given us. Now listen to this. It says, and this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. And he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him, and he in him. And hereby we know that he abideth in us by the spirit which he hath given us. Now, let's go to St. John chapter 14. We're going to end here. We're going to end here. Who you love is why you live. St. John, the 14th chapter, verse 15. This is Jesus speaking. And it reads, ye love me. Keep my commandments. If ye love me, keep my commandments. And then verse 24 reads, well, let's look at 23. It says, Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my saying, and the word which he hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, 
if ye love me, keep my commandments. Who you love is why you live. This is a description of a well-dressed Christian. On how he loves. How you love is how you live. What you love is what you live for. Who you love is why you live. That's a well-dressed Christian. Father, thank you for reminding us of how much you loved us. For you loved us so much that you gave your only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for sending us your son, Jesus. Thank you for saving us, for changing us, for making us new. Thank you for specifically picking out our wardrobe. Thank you for dressing us, Father, giving us a tailor-made suit, a tailor-made dress, a tailor-made outfit that we may be a well-dressed Christian, one who loves Because how we love is how we live. What we love is what we live for. Who we love is why we live. We love you, Father. We love you because you first loved us. Thank you, Father, for loving. We thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. A well-dressed Christian. I know it was kind of long this time, but we, 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 we had to share what God wanted us to share so that we can understand how a well-dressed Christian to look. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word minister with Brother Norman Woodard.